Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland, featuring Rob Bro. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. Hamburgers, the cornerstone of any nutritious breakfast. What kind of hamburgers? Cheeseburgers. No, 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 no. Where'd you get them? McDonald's, Wendy's, Jack in the Box. Where? Uh, Big Kahuna Burger. Big Kahuna Burger. That's that Hawaiian burger joint. I hear they got some tasty burgers. I ain't never had one myself. How are they? They're good. You mind if I try one of yours? Mm-hmm. This is a tasty burger. I do love the taste of a good burger. Mm. Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland, your West Texas sports voice. Good morning, West Texans. All you good, fine, friendly folks out there who wish you were. you got Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. We'll turn morning into afternoon. We'll take you to 1 o'clock here in the Arctic Air Studios as you listen in and participate in San Angelo on ESPN 960. And here in Lubbock, Talk 103.9 FM News, Money Sports. You could already be texting in, 806-855-3712. It's two-word Tuesday. We uh, give you a topic. You give us two words to describe it like a headline. It may and almost always does engender more conversation beyond that. And it's uh, Tuesday as well. I, did we mention it's Tuesday? Yeah, it's Tuesday. Uh, Had Tip uh, Cooking Channel, best thing ever. A great show. We're always talking food. We make it official in Raiderland on Tuesdays. Uh, we're going to lunch today. We'll explain in just a few minutes. Texas Tech in Kansas, you could be texting in your thoughts and predictions on that tonight. It's the last chance for the Red Raiders, more or less, other than... Uh, an improbable run through the Big 12 Conference Tournament. How do you think it's going to go tonight? And we got baseball this evening. Air Force in town, a little midweek action uh, as Bo Blessy will get his second start of the year for the Red Raiders. Oh, and then as the uh, conferences turn, we've got um, you know a little, little more coming out regarding how the Big 12 ADs may be viewing what's going on in the Pac-12. Thank you, Baylor President uh, Mac Rhodes, for uh, continuing to speak your mind on that front. 806 855 Three seven one two to text in. If you're listening on the app, that's great. Just let us know where you're uh, listening from. We always love to hear from you. If you haven't downloaded the app, go to kkm.com or wherever you get your apps for Talk 103.9 FM. Then turn on notifications because you need to be notified sometimes of things that you didn't know about, hence the term notifications. Hey, while you're doing that, you can also follow the station on Twitter at Talk 103.9. Me, I'm just Ryan Hyatt at Ryan Hyatt Media on Twitter. The show never ends. We come back in the evening with a daily broadcast. Uh, we didn't uh, do a daily broadcast last night, but you can go to the website, theraiderland.com, and check out the latest column uh, written by my cat dog, Scout, who uh, I found out yesterday has an agent now, so things are getting weird. Theraiderland.com, you can check that out. He's Rob Bro at Rob Bro Show on Twitter. Pulses the people, king of hat of the day, one-third of the gambling gachos, and the host of the Rob Bro Show, Monday through Friday, right here on Talk 103.9 FM. 
from one to two. Happy Tuesday to you. It's a little weird outside. I didn't. I didn't quite know what to do this morning. Yeah, we didn't have a tailwind blowing us to work today. I know. Is it Tuesday? It is Tuesday. That's the rumor. Feels like Thursday. Okay, you said it before I could. I don't know why, but it feels like we should be a little farther along in this week than we are right yeah. now. At least we got we got dueling uh, banjos tonight with uh, baseball and basketball. And high school basketball playoffs. Tons last... of high school playoffs on the boys' side. Well, let's just say two. That's what well, we're hearing. Around the state, but, you know. The, I was just trying to do a promo for the stations here, right? No. Well, why don't you, you should launch into a promo now. Uh, two, two games tonight. Monterey, you know what, I don't even know. Monterey and Estacado are both playing. I forget which one's on which. One's at 6, one's at 8 on this station in Lone Star. 6 o'clock here, Lone Star, 8 o'clock. Tune in for some high school basketball. By the Rob Brochure, I'll have figured out which game is Absolutely. Which. We'll we'll have that sorted out. We've got top staffers working on that information right now. I should have been more prepared. <laughs> There's a hard sell right there. I wasn't ready for the, the 1108 set, setup uh, for the segment. Uh, yeah, I know. Bad. The pre-show meeting lasted too long today. <laughs> uh, so uh, all that stuff going on, 806-855-3712. Uh, I'll give you the two-word Tuesday, then we'll get into our uh, food topic today. Obviously, the Red Raiders taking on the uh, Kansas Jayhawks. Today's Tour Tuesday topic, Kansas basketball. The Kansas basketball program. That one could make a case that it is the, maybe the best singular sports program in the Big 12, in the history of the Big 12, among Big 12 institutions now or other. Uh, and you've got to go there and try to do something you've only done one other time. You've got to go there and try to win tonight. 75-72 in Lubbock. So you can give us two words to describe Kansas basketball, your thoughts on that. And then uh, let's get some predictions rolling in on uh, Texas Tech and KU. Uh, I'm not going to go into great detail. Here's my thoughts. Um, I, I think this is a really horrible spot for Tech. You, you wander in there on senior night with a chance for them to clinch a, a part of the Big 12 title. You uh, come off a gutting loss to TCU. And you probably are sitting around the locker room going, man, we uh, we screwed up, we gave away all of our momentum, and we really don't have much of a chance to get into the NCAA tournament. I think this is a really bad spot for Tech to be in. I've got an 85-71 Jayhawks. And make no mistake about it, 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 it it's not Big Monday, but it's going to feel like it. They're at uh, Fog Allen. And Bill Self, if he gets an opportunity, he ain't going to take his foot off the uh, gas tonight. He's playing for a number one seed. He could be playing for a number one overall national seed on the S curve. I just, I wish this game had been about a week ago and that you were uh, maybe catching TCU in this spot instead, but that's where you are if you're Texas Tech. So I've got an 85 71 Jayhawks. Now, question of the day. Let's go, let's go back in the time machine to uh, the era when you were in high school and when uh, you were uh, right out of high school and scrounging around for money, maybe going to school, maybe working, whatever it was. Here's what I want. Where was the best place to get lunch when you were in high school? What was the go-to spot? Uh, If you were uh, fortunate enough, I guess, to not have a closed campus and were allowed to leave. High school in the 80s, we had open campus in Lubbock, so we were able to go Pretty much where you, wherever you could get in the time allotted for said lunch, uh, not quite hour or whatever it was. Luckily, we had some fine dining establishments right around the uh, Mighty Mustang home there. Uh, so the cool, where, where were your favorite places to go? Where were the go-to places to get lunch when you were in high school? And then, then in that college era, and Rob, we work in media, so we still do this. 
because we might as well still be broke college students. Who had the best meal deals back in that era for you? Obviously, mine was a little, uh, a little predating you, Rob, but you know, some things never really change. You're always on the hunt for uh, great, great meal deals. Coupons were handy. Uh, and I'll, I'll tell you one, uh, when I was at Texas Tech, uh, right, at, right after I graduated, it was absolutely epic, and we thank the Lady Raiders for it. So that's what we want. Your, your top lunch places uh, when you were in high school, and then uh, your meal deals, where you go to save money, where you got the most for the least. 806-855-3712. you got to use the 806 or it goes to an angry man in Florida who will not respond to you. We don't want that to happen. So 806-855-3712. Uh, we've also got, as I mentioned, uh, Tech Baseball versus Air Force tonight. And looks like hopefully uh, if the wind will stay down, it ought to be a pretty decent evening for uh, baseball at the end of February with Tim's here in West Texas uh, tickling uh, around 70 or so, I think by the time it's all said and done today. So a good chance to get uh, Bo Blessy out there for his second start of the year. We get it started with you guys on the text line. Your thoughts, predictions, and anything else. And don't forget the two-word Tuesday topic is Kansas basketball. 806-855-3712. Doughboy texting in. He got in early today. Resident trucker, shout out, guns up trucking. He's in Texas, headed to Little Rock, and then it's West Virginia. By God, West Virginia, finally a long, good run, says Doughboy. All right, everybody be on the lookout for him out there on the road. Want to uh, grow the Raiderland and Rob Bro Show nation, taking us all the way to uh, West Virginia. Uh, texter uh, on the prediction, and Rob, this is the kind of analysis I like here. This is what we look for. This is why Ronnie's is the best in the world, quite frankly. 8672 KU. Didn't even need to ask, really. No, just don't. Nothing to add. Am I uh, am I being too pessimistic in this spot? Is my analysis too negative for where Tech is? I think right now, and having to go to play Kansas on this particular night, they're either going to lose by thirty or play a close game. But I don't think they'll win. Yeah, line's nine right now, nine and a half. Uh, now it's kind of trended towards nine. I mean, that's a big number. I'd lay the points. Uh, I just, I just don't trust. I don't trust where Texas Tech is mentally. Mentally, I think that streak had to take a lot out of them, and they were playing under pressure every single game out during that streak. And I, again, I just, I, I sit here and I wonder if it were anybody other than Kansas at Kansas, I might feel differently, right? That if you were playing Baylor or you were playing, like I said, TCU and coming off that loss in a very similar vein, that it probably means you've got to win a conference tournament to get into the NCAA tournament. That and I might be looking at it different, but it just seems like this is the perfect negative storm because of where you're going, obviously the history there. And dang it, Kansas has something to play for. They, they, they've got a reason to do well. And not just do well, but to pummel you. It's a beauty contest, and they got a primetime slot for everybody on that committee to sit back tonight and see who the Jayhawks are right now. 
It's just bad timing, quite frankly, I think, for Texas Tech. 806-855-3712. Best places to get lunch when you were in high school. Where were the go-to places? Uh, And then great meal deals if you were college or right out of high school. One texter, uh, Storms Drive-In and Burn It. We had a closed campus, but that didn't stop us. (laughs) Love it. What you, uh, did y'all have cam- open campus uh, there at LCHS when you were in school, Rob? Yes, we did. See, they they had a lot of respect and a lot of trust for you guys. Well, they back knew in, you could handle it. Back in two thousand six, two thousand five, there was yeah, it's a different world back then. Uh, truly, truly, it was a different world. I don't think we had the space either to have an entire campus. On. I mean, that was kind of had to open. That it. was the thing back in the back yeah. in the day for LISD. You know, it was just the, there was no way if they tried to keep seventeen hundred people. You know, yeah. in one spot for lunch or whatever we were at at that time. I think we were we were right under two thousand or so, around seventeen. It just mathematically just didn't yeah. seem to work. My senior year, uh, every Monday, we went to Little Panda, right around Fourteenth and Slide, and then the Monday we were at a golf tournament. Little Panda blew down. I remember that. Yeah. And then after that, we went to Dollar Sandwiches at the Rib Crib. Oh. Every Monday. Nice. And that got us into trouble a couple of times with <laughs> some competitiveness and otherwise. But we had, you know, at Coronado, right across the street, we had Wiener Schnitzel. Yep. Sonic was a little farther. Uh, and then back to the west of the campus at the time, the shopping center there had a, I, I think it was either Pinocchio's Pizza or Godfather's Pizza. I'm not, I can't yeah. remember. It was one of those pizza places. So all of that was within walking distance. And I learned early on in my sophomore year, Wiener Schnitzel was an incredibly poor choice before football workouts. Yeah, yeah. that sits heavy. And, and what did they tell us? What did they tell us, all the young guys? Oh, yeah, go to Wiener Schnitzel. Yeah. Yeah, you ought to get you a couple of chili cheese dogs, man. Be great. Fuel. I can't remember whether it was the first week or the second week. I had to excuse myself from the proceedings yeah. for a moment during workouts. Thank you. We went to Wingstop one day before football and dared each other to eat the Atomics. You're just just the sweat in yeah. the butt crack is oh, is hot just there. horrible. Um, back to rib crib, the college deal. I think we put them out of the dollar sandwich business because it was done quickly <laughs> after college, right? Or after high school. But they continued to do the Tuesday night all you can eat ribs, and we also tested the limits of that one because <laughs> you. I think you just have to buy the sides and the first plate of ribs, and then they'll just keep bringing bring, ribs. Bring the ribs. I think they even brought more sides if you wanted them. Oh, man. I mean, that was what a bad deal. deal for them. Yeah. That may be why they're not there anymore. They're yeah. giving away too much food. They did. They did. <laughs> Might have had a little man. business model problem there and how they were trying to work things. But that was a good college Tuesday night. Now, I'll tell you how we uh, nearly put a place out of business in the same way right after I graduated tech. Here in a minute, uh, Hat Tip Cooking Channel, best ever eight. Give us your uh, best places to get lunch when you were in high school. What was the, where were the go-to places? Uh, and then where, where, where the greatest meal deals, like when you're in college or young and broke and poor. Maybe you're like us and uh, old and broke and poor. Two-word Tuesday topic, Kansas basketball. And then give us your uh, Tech Kansas predictions. I've got it, 85-71 Jayhawks. You jump on the text line, make it count. A lot of things going on, 806-855-3712. We'll take our first time out of the proceedings. It's Ryan Iads Raiderland featuring Rob Bro.
11.22. you got Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Rowe. Taking you to 1 o'clock in the Arctic Air Studios. You're listening in San Angelo on ESPN 960 and Lubbock Talk 103.9 FM. All points in between on the app. Download it at kkm.com. Uh, Hat Tip Cooking Channel, best thing ever ate. We always talk food on Tuesdays in Raiderland. Best place to get lunch when you were in high school. What were your go-to places? And then uh, for tech folks or anybody else, you know, your college days, post-high school, post-whatever, even post-college, go back in the day, give us the best meal deals, the best savings you could get. Two-word Tuesday topic is Kansas basketball, and we want your tech Kansas score predictions. If you want to talk baseball, we love talking baseball. As they say, baseball is a talking sport, so we will do that. 806-855-3712. Texter's on the text line, Rob. Uh, Homer prediction. Don't. Tech 75, Kansas 72. But if we lose, I would rather get a beat down by 30 than lose a close one, says the texture. Yeah. Disagree. You'd rather lose a close one, a heartbreaker. I would always rather lose a close one. I don't yeah. want to get blown out. Do you? Eh. I mean, I'm, I am emotionally invested in the game while the game is happening. Right. But I don't carry that past the game. So I'm not I'm not I mean, the guy I, who's you'd, crying you'd at the You'd much ball rather be have now. a good I, I mean Yeah. You felt better, I guess. I like moral victories. 83-82. 83-82 was better than 83 to 70. Well, 83-82 was better than 83-53. Yeah. Because he said 30. Yeah. I mean, that season over. Now we're having to talk about Mark Adams getting fired again. Yeah. Just a complete no-show. Your season's over. Don't go to the NIT. Just quit. I mean, that that's a worse feeling than, man, these guys are still fighting. Yeah. Texter uh, talking about lunch places. Sandburgers. Quality. Quality. Good stuff. Solid. They uh, still in are selling... Is that the rumor? Or not the rumor? But I think it's the rumor. Uh was post-college years for me, but when Roses was new to the city, they had a deal where you could get a free beef or chicken fajita if you brought in your Tech football ticket stub. That first season, there was no limit. We went in there with a handful of tickets we'd picked up off the ground in the stadium. I like it. I like that. Doughboy checking back in again says, It was Pinocchio's across the street. I thought, uh, I thought it was Double Dave's, but uh, when you said it, it hit me. Knew it was a pizza joint. Class of 93, corn on a Mustang, Doughboy. Yeah, that was way before Double Dave's ever thought about coming into the market. Uh, another texture on the lunch. Uh, uh, two, were, two were the best as a corn on a student. Burger House with a bacon chili cheeseburger. Oh, Thumbs up on that. House. I'll tell the story on that. And on Fridays, hauling butt to one guy's near tech. We had just enough time to order, eat, uh, burn the tops of our mouths, but seeing our lady friends from Monterey and Lubbock, Iowa was most important. That's an impressive little haul. Yeah. I mean, because that's no, that's no Marsha Sharp Freeway back then. No. That's Brownfield Highway, cutting. Across, I guess, taking Brownfield to University. And yeah, then highway was in. right there, but... Because you're not, you're going to have too much traffic if you went down 19th Street or anything. So you had to right. take Brownfield all the way down to University and come back up. I guess you could have gone down 34th. Yeah, but that's even more traffic to get to one guy. Because yeah. then you got to go all the way. Nah, that's that's I'm I'm impressed. That would have been a little farther than uh, what we were doing. Uh, Texter, high school lunch, mid 90s Pizza Hut buffet, quick, cheap, plenty. All of those things were key. 
A plainsman in Dallas texting in, hearkening, best use of the word hearkening today, Rob. Hearkening back to my plainsman in Lubbock days, Tom and Bingo's Hickory Pit Barbecue, averaged two uh, plus times a week my senior year, uh, could handle three sliced brisket sandwiches, a bag of Fritos, and a cherry Coke with unlimited refills back then. That's quality. And again, that was a little farther than if you were a coronatic, you know, person to, to get all the way over there to Tom and Bingo's. 806-855-3712. Best places to get lunch when you were in high school. The best meal deals, the best savings uh, it, when you're younger days. Two or Tuesday, Kansas basketball. We're predicting Tech and Kansas tonight. I've got an 85-71 Jayhawks. 806-855-3712. Uh, we nearly put Pizza Hut out of business in 1993, Rob. So for a couple of years, they had sponsored in the Lady Raider basketball program and maybe the men's. Hey, if the Lady Raiders score, and in 92, it was like something ridiculous. If the Lady Raiders score 65 and win, free pizza on whatever day it was. I can't remember. Well, they got smart because the Lady Raiders win the Southwest Conference in 92. They're averaging, you know, whatever. And it's, it's killing them. Right. So the next year, hey, I think they took it up to like 70, you know? We'll show them. We figured this out. That was great, except Cheryl Swoops, Krista Kirkland, Gerlich, and the Lady Raiders were averaging about 86 points a game. You would go over there to the pizza closest to campus, which I think was off 19th a little bit, maybe by 4th. I can't remember which. Anyways, and after every Lady Raider game, it, everybody was there. Athletic department staffers, media, players. You could barely get in to get your free pizza. I think they, I think they dropped the promotion the next year. Yeah. Because it, it was literally, um, you know, 25, 30 games or whatever, whatever, however many home games it was back then. So probably right. 15 to 17 home games that just destroyed them. It was like, a, it was like unlimited. It was like free buffet. Yeah. Well, like you guys in the sandwiches. You ate till you couldn't eat anymore. Yeah. Do like first slice free or something. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they continued it after that. Texter says, I think today is the last day that Sandburgers will be open. Really? Might need to run over. Holy moly. But I think they're trying to sell it to someone else. I don't know that anybody's going to buy it, though. What? Let's make them an offer. Yeah. What do I you mean, have? I mean, this is it. Right. 80 bucks. You got to find somebody to keep it open. Well, that's unacceptable. Bottom of the hour break. Get your Tech Kansas score predictions in. 806-855-3712. It's Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. Ace Race is taking place all across Texas. Stay updated on the latest happening with the U.S. in space by listening to Bob Zimmerman's weekly appearance on the John Batchelor Show, Friday nights between 10 to midnight on Talk 103.9. Talk 103.9. Eleven thirty-five. You got Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Rowe taking to one o'clock here in the Arctic Air Studios. Eight zero six eight five five three seven one two to text in. 
She listened in ES on in ESPN. Hey, they're listening in ESPN now in San Angelo 960. San Angelo's ESPN 960. Love it. Talk 103.9 FM, News, Money, Sports, and wherever you listen on the apps. Uh, we're talking about best place to get lunch when you were in high school. What were the hot go-to lunch places for you? And then, um, you know, after you graduate high school, either you're in college or maybe right after college and you're still living on a tight budget, uh, some of the best meal deals that you remember. It's Two Word Tuesday, the topic, Kansas basketball. You can give us two words to describe that program because that's who Texas Tech has to try to take down tonight as a nine-point underdogs. Give us your score. How do you think the game will play out tonight? Did Texas Tech use up all the gas they had in that little five-game sprint in the uh, tough one-point loss the other day? Will they be able to bounce back from that, yes or no? 806-855-3712. Get you in on the text line. Uh, texter, best deal while at Tech, Pizza Express and the $5 large delivered. Hallelujah. Pizza Express was fantastic. I can still remember the yellow and red logo. Uh, you know, and you could, you could go get them. I mean, you could go go pick it up for even less than that. But, yeah, they did have, uh, God bless all the coupons uh, there in the, uh, whether it was in the uh, University Daily or there was a magazine. I don't know that it is still printed. Uh, I think it was called The Word or something, but you'd get it at the start of every school year, Rob, and I don't, I don't know if they had this at LCU and uh, maybe, maybe something similar, but it was just some basic information about the campus and the school and then about 100 pages of coupons. No, uh, I don't think they gave those out. Well, maybe one year at LCU they did. Right. But I would always find them. Yeah. Because they were at Tech. Still, when I was in college, and they were very useful. Very, very useful. It was a that in the phone it was like book. Business card sized, right? Uh, the coupons. Yeah, or, yeah, 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 yeah. It was a little flip book. Yeah, yeah, those were nice. Yeah, well, handy stuff. Uh, Texter says my ranking of the best places to eat lunch in the day in Pampa, Texas. Uh, number one, Jay's Drive-In by a wide margin. Number two, Coney Island Cafe, and number two, be careful here, Cock of the Walk Drive-In. The busiest because it was closest to campus, Make, making me hungry, hungry thinking about them. Uh, I've never eaten uh, at, uh, one and the, the other, but I have had uh, chili dogs at Coney Island Cafe, and I can tell you it's legit. I hope that place is still there. Random factoid. Same day at Coney Island Cafe, uh, I saw uh, Hunt for Red October in the theater there in Pampa. And I don't know if this theater still exists. Yeah. It was really, it was cool. It was an old, old style movie house. And I just, I remember on the walls, it was like a, they, they painted it to make it look like a night, the night sky, you oh, know, kind yeah, of like with a drive in. Yeah, yeah, kind of like that. It was really an interesting, I thought it was pretty cool. This would have been 90. I'm trying to do the math <laughs> here. If you remember on, what movie well, you watched, you might yeah. figure out the year. I'm pretty sure it was 1990, spring of 1990. Do you remember the movie? Hunt for Red October. Oh, you just said that. Yeah, the Hunt for Red October. <laughs> we can look it up. I've got a submission from Merkel, Texas. We love Merkel. Okay. The Mesquite Bean, Wiz Wumples, <laughs> Cielito Lindo, oh, yeah. and Dairy Queen. And then a current resident of Merkel chimed in and said, uh, those are all gone, unfortunately. Wiz Wumples didn't yeah. make it. That's sad. Man, there was a Dairy Queen, you know, down the street from Coronado. But it just, they took too long. Yeah. It just, you didn't have time. You had to chop a lot of places off the list 
that you would go to otherwise just because it had to be fast, you know? Another texture, no, got another Coronado Mustang. I had a Chu Chai number two on 34th and Slide for lunch. Uh, would bring uh, uh, the special tartar, is that Arter? I'm not sure which, uh, to my class right after lunch from a college algebra teacher so I would never get tardy slips. So whatever the special was, then. bringing that food. Always a good call. Uh, texture talking about Sandburgers uh, says, I believe they've actually lost their lease. They're trying to find somebody to buy it and move it to another location. Well, might I suggest Ropesville, Texas? We'll find some room for you. Texter, got a Monterey basketball question. Uh, uh, the only game I've seen was the Cooper loss, and they reminded me of early season tech when it when it just uh, was a bad game. Were they overrated or, or what, in U2's opinion? Ugly game regardless. Rob, you called, uh, and I assume this texter is speaking of the girls game that was just played uh, Saturday uh, to go to state. Yeah, that was crazy. You, you called the Monterey Cooper game in the regular season. One of them, at one least. of them, yeah. Uh, so, and, and I don't know how many other times you saw them. I, 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 I don't do high school sports, so right. I'll defer to your opinion on that. Did Monterey just have a tough game, or on Tuesday of that week, Monterey played five overtime. Yes, they did. On Friday night, Friday afternoon, they played a really tough game. And then on Saturday at 12 noon, they tried to play a third game in a week, which yeah. was really their fourth game in a week. And Their legs were dead. Yeah, and, they, and then they, they had, Monterey had starters in at the end of that game Friday. Yep. Late. Yes. Wasn't yeah, that was like, a tough game. Wasn't like they had the ability to, to sit them down. I and, mean, they, they had a lead, but it was a tough game to the end. Yeah. So, anyhow, I, I think it was just what you saw was two great teams playing. It was two great teams and a really good performance. The star of the Cooper team outplayed Aliyah Chavez. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't always matter because teams are teams. And Monterey has a really good team. You don't go to the back-to-back regional quarterfinals if you're not a good team with talent. Um, But I think they'll be even better next year, even though they're losing Kelly Mora, who is really good. They've got two freshmen and a sophomore that are three of their five best. Right. I will contend a lot of years, if not most years, the team that does not get out of this region in girls' basketball, pick a classification that doesn't get down to San Antonio, uh, would beat most of the teams that do from the other regions. Well, and if a state final included Amarillo, Monterey, and Cooper, I don't think anybody would have batted an eye. No. I mean, that is a tough region. It's just that good. D1 players dotting the landscape. Yeah. Uh, Texter says, not from Lubbock, but most days, junior, senior, I'd grab a gigantic burger and fries from a mom-and-pop place long gone called Honeybee. I like that already. Uh, and my campus was closed. The meal deal for me was Taco Bell's meal deal, two fifty. You got a burrito, a bag of Doritos, and a medium drink. Talking about the... Uh, Go-to place when you were in yeah. high school for lunch and uh, best meal deals, you know, when you were younger and needed a meal deal, maybe. And I still like them. Yeah. Two things there. The Taco Bell thing made me think of Lone Wolf. <sighs> 50 yeah. cent tacos in college. Uh, and then one more note on Monterey Girls. Ambrosia Cole, the freshman. Yes. Just offered by Texas Tech. Yeah. She's good. She's That's, really good. I mean, sophomore. Uh, you got a sophomore and a freshman. Yeah. 
and you were, you know, a few minutes away from going to the state tournament. And that was a two, two, three point game with about a minute left and free throws and a couple of foul calls and everything else just does not go Monterey's way at the end. Texter says, I've heard uh, Mark Adams bemoan his uh, this team's lack of interest in playing defense, but yet to hear a media hack ask him why that is. Had they been solid defensively versus TCU, not great. They win, in my opinion. I I don't know. When has Mark Adams bemoaned? Bemoan when has he done that? I mean, I've heard media hacks ask about the defense and the yeah. offense and everything in between. I heard him bemoan his own coaching decisions. He certainly did that after TCU. After TCU, which... He's not bemoaned the players, really, since uh, the Iowa State comments. Yeah. that I mean, that was the harshest discussion about things will change. And he has didn't really alluded do. to the defense, but yeah. a lot of it has been his own coaching that he's been talking about. Yeah. I mean, he'll own that, at least. What To the texture, what would you ask? Give us a question. Yeah. Not for us, but just if you were asking Mark Adams about the defense, how would you word your question that you're trying to ask? Specifically. Specifically. If you were a hack. Media hack. Yeah, if you oh sorry, if you were a media hack. That'd be a good name for a softball team, the media hacks. Yeah. Get everybody together. Beer league. Beer league softball. The media hacks. David Call your bat and cleanup. Oh yeah. Well you need his speed maybe higher in the lineup, oh, right? That's true. Or maybe he bats ninth and Don bats first. So you kind of double lead off. Double lead off, yeah. Uh-huh. And then I, I probably can't be in the lineup because if we've got a keg out there at second base, I'll never come around. Okay. Well, you might be pitching. There you go. There that you could go. work. 806-855-3712. Two-word Tuesday topic, Kansas basketball. We're getting your Tech Kansas predictions today as well. How do you see this one playing out? Does Texas Tech have enough left in the tank to handle it up there in Lawrence? Also, texters, 806-855-3712. If you want to fill out the lineup of Lubbock Media members for a for a softball team, go ahead. Yeah. That would be fun to do. Maybe Brian Mudd. Does that have to be a sports guy? I don't know. It's your, your team. Maybe a media hack? Well, you, you said it's it first. a media hack. You I mean, said he's it first. A, yeah, he's if, media. If, I mean, I hear media hack, and I think of Brian Mudd. There, there you go. Don't you? I think so. <laughs> I mean... I mean, I don't. Oh, I. I mean, I. I thought of David Collier first. I think you 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 type in media hack on the Google machine yeah. and boom, Brian Mudd. Okay. I hear he's still on television. I think so. I'd like to be able to watch him again I, sometime. Yeah, me too. It'd be very nice. Eight zero six eight five five three seven one two. So is this Tech's last chance? You tell us. Can they do it? I've got it eighty five seventy one. Uh, and then we're uh, finding out the uh, the best place to get lunch when you were in high school. Where was your uh, where was your go to place? Where did you go? Um, and it doesn't just have to be Lubbock. I, I love hearing from the other places and small towns and different places that you could go to. And also uh, best meal deals when you were trying to save money, or even right now. Uh, Texter says college meal deal. Wiener Schnitzel had either twenty five or fifty cent mustard dogs on Mondays. Mustard. They had those five dollar. Did they still do the five dollars five dollar cheese dog or chili dogs five for five something like that? That's a good yeah, deal. Because you can be, add your own cheese. With inflation, it might be 5 to 7 or yeah, something. Yeah, who knows. 806-855-3712. Finish up hour number one of Two Strong. It's a quick break. It's Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro.
Broke. Action update on Talk 1340. Check out VSIN's catalog of original podcasts, daily and weekly programming to keep you in the know when you're on the go. Only at VSIN.com. Now, here are the latest lines from my guys in the desert. College basketball conference tournaments just about set to get underway. Taking a look at the futures odds for the 2023 National Championship, the Houston Cougars are the current favorite. Houston a plus 650 bet. Kansas a plus $800 bet. The Jayhawks battling for the top spot in the Big 12. The Alabama Crimson Tide a plus $1,000 bet. Purdue and UCLA both at plus 1,200. UCLA the leader in the Pac-12, Purdue on top of the Big Ten. Top 25 hoops tonight. Number three, Kansas home tonight. The Jayhawks favored by nine against Texas Tech. Get the latest lines and more at vcin.com. Final segment, hour number one of two. Brian Iatz, Raiderland, featuring Rob Bro here in the Arctic Air Studios. Got you till 1 o'clock on ESPN 960 in San Angelo and in Lubbock. Talk 103.9 FM. Getting your Tech Kansas score predictions. I've got an 85-71 Jayhawks. Also, the two-word topic is Kansas basketball, and we're talking lunch. Specifically, best place to get lunch when you were in high school and uh, the, the great old meal deals that you used to get, the savers, you know. Where were the? What were those? Where were they when you were uh, in college or out of college and uh, trying to save money? What, what some of the best places for that? Tech baseball tonight against Air Force. We can discuss maybe more of that in the next hour, and we will get to the uh, Mac Rhodes comments about potential potential conference realignment and what's going on in the Pac-12. We'll do that early on in the next hour, but Mac Rhodes wants you to be prepared. He's the Boy Scout of the Big Twelve ADs. I'm pretty sure. 806-855-3712. Uh, a Plainsman in Dallas texting back. Favorite meal deal while at Tech. Free 72-ounce steak challenge at the Big Texan Steak Ranch next to Piggly Wiggly. feel like some of my fellow Tech basketball players and football players were on the verge of being banned because we were undefeated in the challenge. I think it was a $20 steak back then. Yeah, people forget Lubbock had a Big Texan Steakhouse for... At least a decade, maybe. Uh, I'm trying to remember when it went away, whether it was late 70s or early 80s, uh, down there on 50th Street. In my mind, it was in Monterey Center, but maybe it was a little farther uh, east or down the road. I can't remember. So, been a while. Texter, give me some hot takes on Big 12 expansion, please, fellas. Next hour. Next hour. What's good is we don't have to give the hot takes. No. Uh, sitting athletic director will. Yes, athletic directors are doing it for us. Texter says the uh, Dixie Dog in Wolferth. Man, that one closed recently. How do we lose a Dixie Dog around here? Did it really? Yes. Wow. What did we do to uh, not deserve a Dixie Dog? First Dixie Dog, now Sandburgers. This is a hard day. You know? I... Um... Did not go to the Dixie Dog in high school or college, but I did work in Wolferth for a couple of years, yeah. and that was a staple. I think the first one I actually ever ate at was in Spur, I think. Maybe. A long time ago. Yeah. And you see some of those things, you go, boy, what happened? How do we mess that up? Like Rib Crib. How do we mess up Rib Crib? They were giving away too much food. I guess so. 
Uh, Texas says, the high school lunch, the Rock Inn Cafe in Seymour. Call in your order. Had it ready when you got there. Mid-70s at their winter schnitzel. Had chili dogs. Four for a dollar after 10 p.m. They knew who their audience was, Rob. The good Rock Inn Cafe in Seymour. Still there, across the street from the world's slowest Dairy Queen. Speaking of slow Dairy Queens, you can go through uh, Seymour like on a Friday, come back four days later. Cars in the drive-thru have moved up only two spots. People just give up. They abandon it. They don't do it. Um, there was a really good back in the 90s uh, kind of downtown area off the interstate called uh, Old Town Cafe. I'm sure some of our friends will remember that. A little bit before your time, Rob. But uh, if I remember, I don't remember if it was an everyday. I want to say in my mind it was only on Wednesdays. But they had a $5 barbecue buffet. Nice. Like 5 bucks gets you all the... They may have had beer, too. I can't remember if they did or not, but the barbecue was fantastic. It was, and it was, man, I want to say it was down there off of maybe Texas Avenue or so, somewhere yeah. down in that area, but uh, that was a really good, you couldn't beat stuff like that. You saying a deal on Wednesdays reminded me of the teriyaki steak at Gilbert's. Do they still do that? I don't know. I haven't been probably since college, maybe. Yeah, it's been a long yeah, time. I mean, that used to be a staple. It changed owners several years ago. Yeah. And they, they kept the I think they Saturday kept, maybe night they kept the, buffet going, the, yeah, uh, the Chinese the family style. Family style Chinese food buffet going. Talk about getting a lot of food. Yeah. Hey, I went to that once, probably. I don't know that I've been to it very many times, but they just kept bringing food. <laughs> it's not a buffet. You just yeah, sit just at your table and just keep bringing, bringing stuff. Yeah. I could eat nothing but. Egg rolls and be happy. Egg yeah. rolls and fried rice. That's all I would need. Yeah. Maybe a little bit of the sweet and sour chicken. There were, there's a lot of days. You, you always knew the days of deals in college. Like the, uh, I don't do this much anymore, but the, the Monday dollar bean burritos at Taco Villa. Yeah. That was a staple. That's good stuff. Best place to get lunch when you were in high school. You tell us. We go back far on that. The best meal deals. From back in the day when you were trying to save money. Two-word Tuesday topic, Kansas basketball. as uh, That's where the Red Raiders will be, obviously, tonight. Now, again, I do have Kansas winning 85-71. Rob, if the Red Raiders pull off the stunner, we're back in the conversation of you're playing Oklahoma State for a potential path to get in the NCAA tournament because Kansas is the biggest, you know, the biggest number you can possibly get for your RPI is tonight. For right. really anybody in the country. Yeah. I mean, it would be Kansas that you would look at and go, okay, all this all this included a late win at Kansas, a number one seed, and then you, you beat Oklahoma State, which, uh, what was that final last night? 74-68. Oklahoma State looks like they're running out of gas here at the end. By the way, all you people out there, I gave you West Virginia for free. Yeah, you did. And uh, they closed it out 72-69. Iowa State's lost eight of their last 11. Their chance at a protected seed, and by that we mean top four seed, probably gone. But how good is the Big 12? Well, they've lost eight of the last 11, right? So on the nitty-gritty number, 17. Pitt. 17. Pitt is number one in the ACC. All ten schools are ahead of them in the net, right? Of the Big Twelve, and Pitt Pitt is number one. Let me just say that again. Pitt is number one in the ACC. The entire Big Twelve is ahead of them in the net. 
You know where you got to go to find Pitt on the nitty gritty ranking? 35. Oh, 35. Yeah. They're, they are, I mean, statistically, the best team in the ACC. Pretty amazing, isn't it? Standings wise. Yeah, it is unreal. When you couch that against what we're watching in the final two games of the regular season for this Big 12 league, where teams are literally just trying to hold on. Just let us live through this and get us to the NCAA tournament so we can breathe. And this is pro- it should be a nine-bid league. It might be a seven-bid league, depending on what Oklahoma State does, depending on yeah. what West Virginia does, though they're probably in for sure now. I think, I think West Virginia is okay. I think it's Oklahoma State is in peril, and uh, Texas Tech, obviously, if you don't do something amazing tonight, you got to go win the Big 12 tournament, which would cost probably somebody a bid in the league. 806-855-3712. Quick top of the hour break. It's Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland, a presentation of the Texas Town Square Media Network. Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. Hey, now, Ken, we all know that the moon is not made of green cheese. Yes, that's true, Harry. But but what if it were made of barbecue spare ribs? Would you eat it then? What? I know I would. Heck, I'd have seconds. And then, then polish it off with a tall, cool Budweiser. <laughs> I would do it. Yeah, yeah. Would you? I'm confused. It's a simple question, Doctor. Would you eat the moon if it were made of ribs? Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland. Welcome back. Hour number two, Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. Congrats to us. We've done it again. We've turned morning into afternoon with you fine folks right here in the Arctic Air Studios. You're listening in on ESPN 960 in San Angelo. Talk 103.9 FM News Money Sports here in the Hubbleplex. Gives your Tech Kansas score predictions tonight. One last stand for the Red Raiders. Do they have anything for the Jayhawks in your opinion? Two-word Tuesday, the topic Kansas basketball. You can give us two words to describe that program. And then uh, Hat Tip Cooking Channel, best thing ever ate, great show. Always on Tuesdays, we're talking food. Best place to get lunch when you were in high school. Where, what were your go-to places for lunch in high school? And this is not just a Lubbock thing. Uh, it's wherever you went to high school. And then uh, maybe in your college days or younger days when you were saving nickels and pennies that you would look under uh, not your own couch but even other people's couch and go, ha-ha, 75 cents. Uh, best meal deals that you uh, that you can recall 806-855-3712. I'm just Ryan Hyatt at Ryan Hyatt Media on Twitter. Show never ends. We'll be back tonight around 6.30ish with the daily broadcast. And it's highly uh, interactive online presentation. If you miss it, uh, check it out at theraiderland.com. That's our website. He's Rob Bro, one-third of the Gambling Gauchos. Pulses the people. King of Hat of the Day. And host of the Rob Bro Show from 1 to 2 on Talk 103.9 FM. News, money, sports from 1 to 2 every Monday through Friday. So check that out if you're outside the area. Download the app. Get it where you get your apps. All right, uh, so that's the lay of the land today. We'll dive back into the uh, dive back into the voluminous amount of text messages that we have 
stacking up and get more of your predictions. And a good time for you to uh, text in at 806-855-3712. So we mentioned Baylor AD Macroads speaking. This, uh, I guess it came out either last night or, or maybe this morning. It's a 24-7 sports. Uh, I don't know if it's from whoever covers Baylor. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. I've seen this in a couple of – the quote has been a pull quote in a couple of different areas. But basically interviewing the current and actual Baylor athletic director about what's going on uh, within the Pac-12 and their media rights chase. And uh, I don't think he spoke specifically to Clemson and Florida State going public with their disdain for what they've got in the ACC. But uh, here's what Mac Rhodes had to say. He said, while not openly uh, advocating for the Pac-12 to collapse, the Baylor AD does feel if there is, quote, movement, the Big 12 has to be ready to pounce. Said Rhodes, I'm certainly not rooting for the demise of any particular conference, but I'm also looking out for what's best for Baylor, and what is best for Baylor is a really, really strong Big 12 and one that secures its future, but not over just the next six years, but beyond. There is a short gain, but also a long gain for this. It is dependent on what happens among the Pac-12. There may be movement if whatever media deal they're able to strike is not satisfactory. We have to be prepared for that, and I think we are if that was to happen. Again, looking out for the Big 12, how do we strengthen ourselves? Okay, Those are big words. And Rhodes has not been afraid to comment on anything and everything uh, over the last two years, going back towards the uh, you know announcement with Texas and Oklahoma leaving. and It, it seemed like there for a while, Rob, it was... It was Rhodes, it was Kirby Hocutt early on who had a lot of statements for the Big 12, and then that has really disappeared. I, I don't remember the last time we heard Hocutt say anything about anything. But anyways, Rhodes hasn't been willing to do this. That goes even farther than what Brett Yormark said on the Wilner and Consano podcast last week, which was pretty much a nothing burger. But Yormark has spoken in glittering generalities. Rhodes called it out. Yeah. He called the shot. Yeah. We're going after the Pac-12, baby. A Wilner, very offended. I haven't seen his comments on it. He quoted some nameless account quoting the article that was quoting Mac Rhodes. Right. And said, a sitting athletic director talking about the demise of another conference. What a world to live in. <laughs> oh, the clutching of the pearls. Are you surprised? No, not at all. That guy and Canzano are just otherworldly out of touch. Willfully. Willfully. Willfully ignorant. Canzano for sure. And I I can't get her. I thought Wilner was good. I know. He's been my go-to guy for several years. And... On a lot of these issues. And, and he's no just time gone the, plumb crazy. At no time in the past did he come across the way he has come across in the last year or two. Why? You know? Uh, related but unrelated, are we going to get a, a press conference from Kirby about basketball? That would be very interesting a because joint, he did that. A joint presser? He did that in football twice. Did it for Cliff? He did it for Cliff and, to a lesser extent, Wells. And I think he did it last year with uh, the extension? Yeah. With Mark Adams? Yeah. Did he? I think there was a presser. So... I mean, the last time we saw him was the hug after the Iowa State game. Yeah. 
Talking about Kirby Hokut well, in no, regards to basketball. The last time we saw him was hitting the fadeaway on the student okay, trainer. Yeah, that was pretty pretty awesome old man <laughs> shot right manager, there. Yeah, that was pretty good stuff. Yeah, but I mean, do you will will here in here in a week, week and a half? Yeah. Do you do a state of the program post Big Twelve tournament if you don't make the or I don't know post NIT when you when are you yeah. when are you getting that together and and saying something. Man, I really don't want them to play in the NIT. I think after the season is over, you got to say something. I guess you don't have to. You don't have to. I mean, Mark Adams will have his season-ending press conference. I mean, does does the fan base need to hear the athletic director give the vote of confidence? I think about a third of the fan base does. Yeah. And even if they hear it, do they care? I mean, is it pointless? Yeah. I mean, was it really changed whether well, press addresses it or not? Yeah, press conferences generally are. Yes. But that's why all the media hacks are there. Yeah. Have we got the softball team together yet? I'm oh, waiting on the the texter to do that. All right. We'll see. Did we leave any uh, big names out? Are there any former baseball players in the Olympic media? Not really. Yeah. Not really to that level. No, that you're looking at. I think we can put together a pretty decent team, though. Yeah, I think so. I don't know what level we'd be playing at, but yeah. And are we playing the Amarillo media team? Is this a traveling squad? What are we? Who are we playing against? Are we yeah. playing against the the fire department here in Lubbock? I don't want to play those guys. Yeah. They're in shape. Well, that's true. Good lord, we need some churches. Join some church league. Yeah. Well, there goes the beer. Well, no, we could get with the Lutherans. Yeah, there you go. 806-855-3712. Doughboy uh, checking back in, our resident trucker. Not school-related, but uh, all you could eat on Sundays at Whistling Dixie Barbecue with burn-ins included. I don't remember that. I remember the Whistling Disky, but... Yeah, I mean, I remember Whistling. I don't remember the meal deal. Yeah. Uh, Texture, I can't remember the lunch deals. I do remember the Thrifty Nickel had Casa Olay, buy one, get one, free coupons. At least twice a week, had an enchilada dinner. And or the uh, meatless special. Oh goodness, Casole, thank you. Staple in college. Oh exactly yeah. the coupons. Oh yeah. Um, free margarita maybe was there was there a free margarita special? Or like a dollar margarita? Something like that. Yeah. Well, yeah. that I mean again, you kill those wet burritos. How did how do we how do we screw up Casole around here? Well, and there was something else that was supposed to be going in the Casole over here. Just sitting there by empty, the station. It? Yeah, it's it was supposed to be done, I think, in October. Huh. I guess they had to change plans. Yeah. Sandburgers could go in there, maybe. Maybe a little large. Yeah. Okay, so the texture in the last hour, for those of you who weren't listening, uh, uh, said that he had heard, or she, had heard Adams bemoan uh, his team's lack of interest in playing defense, yet to hear a media act ask him why this is. Have they been solid defensively versus TCU? Not great. They win, in my opinion. Uh, and that's why we're talking about the media hack softball team that we're trying to put together. Uh, you you posed the question to the texter, what would your question be? Texter responds, uh, said, Mark Adams postgame TCU said, quote, this is a team that has grown, gotten better on the offensive end, but the biggest disappointment is we don't have one guy on this team who loves defense. So the question from this hack would be, why, Mark? You're a defensive guru who rose to this position as a result of that. Players come here to learn defense from you. How is there not one guy on this team who does not love defense and consistently plays great defense? 
Fair question. I don't know if that's is that bemoaning his team's defense talking about Adams' comment, or is that just we don't we just don't have that guy, right? I, I guess a little bit of semantics there. I I do remember that quote, but yeah, uh, it is a it's a fair pondering. Question's a little aggressive. Yeah. Um. But that's why the local guys aren't saying it. They don't like to be aggressive with the coaches. No. You got to see them all the time. Not good for business. But it is a fair question to ask because in this offseason, it seemed like they went and got a bunch of offensive players and they were going to teach them to love defense. And there was a disconnect there. Well, and you also, you got smaller. I mean, you're just physically now on the perimeter. You don't have those guys. Well, last year you were six six to six ten in the starting lineup. You know, yeah. It's just so when you bring in a yeah. Pop Isaac, when you bring in some of the guys you brought in because people wanted more offense, or because yeah. your stated goal was to be better perimeter offense and just be better offensively. And, and are we seeing that you can't serve two masters on this deal? That if you're all def- if you are no middle defense, if you are hanging your hat on defense, that everybody you recruit has to fit that mold. That you've got to get the McCullers of the world, and you've got to get yeah. long players that that can 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 cover the middle. Well, T.J. Shannon was both, but you yep. just didn't let him loose. Right. Um, there was an interview with Luke Adams. I want to say maybe Chris Level was talking to him. But this was before Luke Adams was a member of this staff. I think it was like the day or day after Mark Adams was promoted. Okay, so we're going all the way back all to the way April back. of Original. 21. And Luke was talking about Mark Adams recruiting. Now, this is before he's involved with the recruiting. Right. So he's uh, in New Mexico. But... It, It provides a glimpse, and I just thought of this interview, but it provides a glimpse into this year's recruiting. Because Luke said, you know, uh, I don't know what he said, dad or whatever, but basically Mark Adams can recruit anybody. You go recruit a guy who can shoot and teach them to play defense. It's much harder to teach a guy to be good at offense. So you just go get a bunch of offensive guys. And then... Turn them into defensive elite players. And if that was the thought process this year, it didn't work. No, glaringly. And it did not feel like the thought process in year one because you went and got Adonis Arms and Malik Williams? Wilson. Wilson. Man, those W names. Either way, um, now you did go get... I want to say Davian Harmon. What was uh, Davian's last? Uh, Davian Warren? Davian? Yes. Was that his name? I've got so many names in my head right now. The kid from Hampton, mm-hmm. who was a volume shooter before, and then got here and, and learned defense. But, I mean, you just had some dudes, tough-nosed dudes last year, and you just don't have that. What's the difference between this year's team if they have Clarence or Malik Wilson on this team? Well, automatically you're shaving a couple of points off what you're giving up. You know? 
Yeah. Is that what is that? Three points, four points? Don't know. On average is what we're talking about here. And maybe maybe you don't get David Harmon because he came to play point guard. Mm-hmm. Maybe you don't play Pop Isaacs thirty minutes a game from game one if Clarence is here. Right. But we talked about in hockey you have a goon. This team doesn't have a goon. And Clarence could have been a goon. Clarence, in, a, in a nice way. In a, Well, yeah. In a loving way. Oh, absolutely. Yes. A goon is a hockey term. I it's know. A, if people don't know hockey. Well, there might, might might be some people who don't know hockey. Yeah, a goon is the enforcer. He's the is fighter. Is that a better word? Yeah, you need an enforcer. And this team does not have an enforcer. No, it does not. And last year it seemed like you had six of them. I'll hit you with a question on the other side about about this team, this program right now. 806-855-3712. Uh, best place to eat lunch when you were in high school. Turn back the clock. Also, those great meal deals that saved you money, college and, and beyond. Two or Tuesday, topic Kansas basketball. And give us your Tech Kansas score predictions for tonight. I've got an 85-71 Jayhawks, 806-855-3712. Quick break. It's Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. As I said, a Twelve twenty-three. You got Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Rowe taking to one o'clock in the Arctic Air Studios. You listen on ESPN nine sixty in San Angelo, Talk one hundred three point nine FM News, Money Sports in Lubbock. Gives your Tech Kansas score predictions tonight. Before we uh, get out here, we'll probably take a, a little bit uh, closer look at Tech baseball tonight against Air Force. But uh, obviously, you've got another uh, hour after we're done because the Rob Rowe Show will roll your way. So you can text in eight zero six eight five five three seven one two. Hat Tip Cookie Channel, best thing ever, right? Great show. Best place to get lunch when you were in high school. What was your go-to lunch place? And then what were the uh, what were the value places? What were your best meal deals? What were the ones that saved you money uh, back in the day? 806-855-3712. We were discussing Texas Tech basketball, obviously. Um, if there's any shot at getting into the NCAA tournament, barring a Big 12 tournament victory, uh, winning it all, it, it starts tonight. We've been looking at how this team kind of got here. One of the textures talking about the lack of defense on this team. And again, any sort of defense and you, you win Saturday against TCU. It was the reversion back to who they have been for most of the year, other than a brief glimpse for a couple of weeks. Rob, I'm going to ask you this question regarding Tech basketball. Has it lost its identity? Has it lost its way? Or was there really not an identity to lose, that what you saw last year was merely a carryover of the Chris Beard era and the last vestige of that, and that now that that is completely gone, that this is the no-identity program now. Didn't we ascribe all of the identity to Mark Adams? The no-middle defense, the toughness, the boxer. The culture. The West Texas tough mentality. Wasn't that all ascribed to Mark Adams? Yeah, a lot of it. None of that seems to exist right now. No. Did it get on the plane? Has Mark Adams lost his touch? 
is it Mark Adams losing his touch, or is it that maybe there was too much ascribed and in, in that it's, it's not so much that he regressed or anything, it's just, hey, this is who he is as a coach. I know we're playing semantics here right. a little bit, but I'm curious because as, as this has gone on, this team seems identity. We, we talked a lot in the early part of the season about leadership on this team and how you know Pop Isaacs as a true freshman was looking at times like the closest you had to, to a leader. Yeah, we focus on the floor. Yeah. Is there a great leader off the floor in the program? Yeah. That's the question that's got to be answered, and I think fairly quickly, if you're Kirby Hocutt and if you're Texas Tech. Because you can't meander in this league. That little winning streak, you know, bought a little time, but you're right back to reality. And I know we talk about how if you were in any other league, hey, maybe it's different, but you're not. You're in the Big 12. Right. Well, that's that's like saying, well, you know, he'd be a, an NBA coach would be just fine, you know, if he was playing in the ACC. He's playing in the NBA. So I ask, is is there an identity problem with this program that it's lost its identity, it's lost its way, or maybe it just didn't have one that it walked out the door and went to Austin, and there really wasn't anything else behind it. I don't know. I know Kirby Hocutt knew that he had a problem with his football program in fairly short order. From a philosophy and from an identity problem. It I mean, you know, the wins and losses were one thing. He pulled the trigger because of what was going on internally and philosophically. Yeah, it's real easy though to get rid of a guy who's been in Utah for a decade and yeah. is from Oklahoma. Real easy. Who's not one of your guys? Real easy to get rid of Matt Wells. Yeah. Did you that you put yourself in a corner, in a way, when you hired Mark Adams and you positioned him as West Texas, as Texas Tech, as all those things. I'm not going to compare it to Cliff because the scenarios are are vastly different. Well, but, and you also ascribed all of the success that Chris Beard had to mm-hmm. Mark Adams. Right. And I don't know if you did it specifically from a Texas Tech standpoint. You certainly didn't shoot it down when the fans and no. the, the the media hacks were doing it. Yeah. Myself included. Yeah. So I, I don't know. That's why I'm asking the question. Yeah. 806-855-3712. Uh, all right. We'll try to get a couple of text messages in before the quick bottom of the hour break. Uh Texter Robert says, uh, I remember the Old Town uh, Cafe, Ryan, and delivered their newspaper every day. Very nice. Also, Burger had open campus for lunch. Sammy's Barbecue always had great prices. And that's where I would go, says uh, says Robert. Another texter, we are McCuller away from winning tonight. I see what they did there. You see what they did there? If you could have one player back from last year, who would you have kept? McCuller. No offense to Terrence Shannon Jr. Yeah. Speaking of Casa Olay, Texture says best sopapillas around. These days, nearest one to Lubbock is in Odessa. It's in Midland. No, it's in Odessa. I grew up in Odessa. It's in Odessa. To the cup. Bottom of the hour break, 806-855-3712. Jam up the text line. It's Ryan I. It's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro.
1235, you got Ryan Hyatt's Raider Land featuring Rob Bro. Taking you to 1 o'clock here in the Arctic Air Studios on ESPN 960 in San Angelo and here in Lubbock. Talk 103.9 FM News, Money, Sports. We're talking best places to get lunch when you were in high school. So uh, go back in the uh, Wayback Machine. And then uh, the best meal deals, like when you were in college or young professional, whatever, what were some of those best meal deals? Uh, and I still do miss the back of the phone book and the glorious collection of uh, pizza coupons. I mean, weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. Uh, Tech in Kansas tonight, give us some score predictions. I've got it 85-71. If you want to talk about some uh, Tech baseball, hit us up on the text line, 806-855-3712. Got us uh, the first uh, midweek action with Air Force coming in tonight and then uh, tomorrow afternoon. Air Force uh, just not hitting it a lick right now. What are they, like 2-6? and six? Uh, they've played the service academies already, uh, it looks like. And if I can pull that back up, because why would I have the uh, actual chart that I wanted? Two and five uh, coming out of the Mountain West. They went uh, one and two at Army. Uh, they went uh, they went to Oklahoma and lost eight to six. Uh, went uh, one and two against Navy. So coming in off that, you just they've got like one guy hitting over three hundred. Just just have not hit the ball very well at all. Texters on the uh, text line. High school, it was Burger King. My sophomore year typically had a coupon or buy one Whopper and get one free. Uh, senior year in high school, Polito's Mexican Restaurant. Every Wednesday, $2 enchiladas, uh, $2 pitchers of beer. That's when the drinking wage was 18 says the, the texter. There was a time. Yeah. There was a time. Uh, high school was in Arlington at Tech. I recall the Copper Caboose on 4th Street. Uh, from Jones would have 25 or 50 cent long necks and free hot dogs on Sunday afternoons from 4 to 6 or something like that. Yeah, I vaguely remember that as well. Of course, the uh, dining halls would be closed on Sunday nights, so there were a lot of places around Tech, you know, even when I was there in the 80s and stuff, that would do do a lot of Sunday specials, different things like that. I wouldn't know anything about 50 cent long necks or anything like that, of course. But the free hot dogs. The free hot dogs, yeah. Texter says it's time to move on. I thought our relationship was growing better, Rob. Oh, well. It's time to move on. Face it, Adams is uh, looking at old age. Why wait and prolong the inevitable? I retired this fall. Everyone has to face reality. And the uh, best meal deal, any of uh, several uh, buy one, get one free coupons out of the old Feist area wide. Amen for the Feist. I don't think, I don't think five and thirteen is inevitable next season if Mark Adams comes back. I think, I think he can learn from this year, and I think he can be better next year in the portal and on recruiting. Um, that being said, if eight guys leave from this roster. It is inevitable. It is. Because you yeah. cannot do that year over year. You can do it once every three years. But even Chris Beard and Mark Adams together, which I thought was a good combo, the yin and yang of them were 500 in Big 12 play in a Big 12 that's not quite as tough as this one. Right. So 
I mean, yeah, and you're, I, you're going back to the philosophy thing, which is part of part and parcel of why Wells was fired, which Kirby Hocutt, I almost said Kirby Adams, legendary Coronado Mustang and Red Raider, Kirby Hocutt looked at the recruiting philosophy and said, we can't do this. We can't just every year bring in a slew of transfers and seniors and this and that, that you cannot do it. So I, I don't know. But yeah, I mean, if you have again massive roster turnover, to me that gets back to what 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 are you? Who are you as a program? You know, what what are you going to be? What are you going to do? Right. I don't know. Texters are on the text line eight zero six eight five five three seven one two. Texter wants to know, Rob, if there was one single thing the Big Twelve could pitch the four corners that could get them to come, what would it be in your opinion and you two's opinion? If the situation was reversed, what would it be for Tech to go to the Pac twelve? Well, I'm not even going to deign that one, but uh, it's real simple. It's money and stability. It's more money than what you'll get, and it's a chance to be in a conference that's not going anywhere. That uh, will be a part of the expanded college football playoff every single year with uh, at least one, maybe multiple teams. Depending on how it expands, and then you, you got a home and you got a place. There you go. And you're also in a, uh, you are with like minded schools that are committed to high powered college athletics as opposed to the idiots you're around right now. That would be my pitch. There you go. That's it. And I don't know that the four corner schools like that pitch beyond Arizona. Right. So my pitch to Arizona and Oregon and only those two schools would be. Wouldn't it be cool to be in a conference that's athletics first in the athletics departments? Yeah. And I understand conference pride, I guess, in academics, but academics should be focused on at a university level. The conference is an athletic conference. It's not an academic. You don't have academic meets, do you? make a great point here all right the big 12 is an athletic conference yeah you make a great point thank you because i would i would love for dr skuvenek or ted mitchell dr ted mitchell pardon me i'm not trying to shortchange anyone there bona fides say and say why are we why are we worried academically about what goes on in stillwater and ames why don't we (laughs) talk about places like rice princeton yeah, you know why? 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 What does it damn thing have to do with my degree in engineering with what they're doing in Manhattan, Kansas? I don't care at but all. We have for decades now engaged in this kind of stupidity. Yeah, it makes no logical sense. The, the Big Twelve is not an academic conference. You you don't get an academic boost by being in the Big Twelve. Now. I'm sure some of that athletic money funnels around to the academics. It probably subsidizes some of what's going on, but those are separate budgets to the most part. Yeah. There's a university budget and an athletics budget. Yes? And by state law, nearly mutually exclusive, other than in certain instances where the university side will uh, issue student fees and transfer money. Now, if you are... Or the University of Houston completely subsidize the athletic department. Right. If you are successful, there is some hand-in-hand that goes on there with um, improved admissions admissions and and all that stuff. Maybe you can build some extra buildings or whatever else if you have some extra cash flow due to admissions. But this this is not a... The Big 12 should not be focused on academics. Texas Tech University 
should be focused on academics. But it, they are not tied together. And that would be my pitch to Arizona and Oregon. Hey, if you, as universities, want to improve academically, by all means, do that. But if you want to improve athletically, get into a conference that cares about athletics. Yeah, you can do both. Because the the conference commissioner should not be focused on talking to university presidents. They should be focused on talking to athletic directors who then report to their bosses at the university. Yeah. They, they, they just have it backwards. And it's, I understand the Big 12 still has... thing for those people to let go of. Well, the Big 12 still has university presidents on the, the Big 12 committee or whatever. Dr. Lawrence Skuvenek was yeah. the chair. So the Big 12 does it too, and I'm sure every conference does, but the focus... In athletics should be on athletics. Yeah. But it's a hard model to let go of for these people. It is. You know? It's just hard hard for them to do for some reason. And maybe I'm too far on the spectrum of we didn't come here to play school. Yeah. But they didn't. They don't. No. Most of them. And we all see the commercials. You know, uh, you could go pro in something other than sports. Right. Most athletes go pro in something other than Okay. All right. You can still get a degree if you're not in the Pac-12. Your your diploma from Arizona doesn't say played Stanford in football. <laughs> I don't know. I'm beginning to wonder out there. They might. Uh, texter talking about go-to lunch places in high school and otherwise. Go to KFC, too good not to pass up. Who doesn't like their fried chicken and biscuits? I don't ever remember going to KFC for lunch when I was in school. Uh, Poco Taco had 25 cent burritos on Friday afternoon. Long live Poco Taco, including the uh, location at the mall. That was that was greatness. Long gone, I think. By the time you were you were probably uh, wandering around the mall. Yeah, I don't remember that one. That washed up guy texting in. I ate at home. I grew up across the street from the high school. Nothing wrong with that. I actually worked in the mall for a while, but I I don't remember eating there much. Yeah. Because they, it was, it Maybe wasn't the, the Chinese place in there. Yeah, I don't remember what it was called. I mean, for the longest time, they didn't have anything that resembled a true food court. They did when I was working there. Yeah, by the time you got there, yeah. But I'm, I'm tomorrow, saying back in the day, yeah. you had random places just spaced yeah. out around the mall. Yeah, it wasn't all. It, they didn't concentrate them all together. You know, I did have to walk by the Auntie Anne's to get to the bank at the end of the night. No oh, tough stuff, right? So maybe I was uh, anti-anning every once in a while, but they uh, they would close before I got to the bank. They knew you were coming. They'd, they'd heard what yeah. had happened at Rib Crib. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Hyatt, first-time listener, long-time texter. Congratulations on turning morning into afternoon again. I sit here in amazement wondering how you continue this amazing feat. Believe me, we do too. How cool is it for a high school football coach to play a spring game at a high school stadium? Joey needs to take this show on the road, at least for pr- spring practices, it's practice days in the future. That's Randy in Gunbrill City. No! Do it all here. Get your work done. And your spring game's here. And you feature Lubbock and the campus and everything else. You do not turn it into, I hated when they would move the spring game to the Star in Dallas. I don't buy into that. Well, I don't believe in it. Cliff did three spring games one year and then canceled the Lubbock one because they'd already done two others. Right. And it was like... 75 and sunny, but it was supposed to rain or something. Yeah. It's like a 10% chance of rain. He canceled it. Yeah. Don't. Uh, Joey McGuire does not need to practice in Midland nope. to be prevalent in Midland. 
Nope. Joey McGuire is doing everything Preach. he does outside of spring practice. Practice in Lubbock. Play the spring game in Lubbock. Texan Lubbock. If people have a problem with that, I don't care. But no, it's not our job to go around the state no. and do all this stuff. You come here. Now. Metroplex fan, Plainsman in Dallas. Yeah. Hey, you come here for the games. We don't take them to you. Now, Joey will go to Midland and Amarillo and San Antonio and Houston and the DF Dub uh, throughout the summer on that little road tour they do. Mm-hmm. And he'll talk to fancy people in That'll suits. That would be great. Do that. Yeah. You do not need to practice. In We're talking about practice? We are talking about practice. Practice? Not a game. Did you see they brought back the uh, team awards that have been suspended since uh, Leach did it in 08? Oh, did they? Yeah. Those are coming back. Very cool. You know, the E.J. Holub Double yeah. Tough Award, Dave Parks. Uh, can't remember which one Dave Parks. You know, th- there were several of these named after historical greats that right. all of a sudden he just got rid of. And then nobody else ever brought them back. And I was shocked Cliff didn't bring it back, of all people. Did so, they announce those, or are yeah, they going to do them next year? Uh, they're going to do them this year during the spring. Oh, during the spring. Yeah. I got you. Yeah, they'll do that during the spring. Don Williams breaking that news last night. Lubbock Online. i got to turn my notifications back on for Don if it's yeah, football Yeah, you got to get dinged now because it is football season. All right, we've got to take the uh, time out. We're going to finish up uh, the day strong. Plenty of time for you to get on the text line, 806 855 3712. Best place to get lunch when you were in high school. Tech Kansas score predictions. I've got it 85 71. What do you guys got? 806 855 3712. It's Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. Segment of the day, Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro coming to you from the Arctic Air Studios on ESPN 960 San Angelo and in Lubbock Talk 103.9 FM News Money Sports. Best places to eat lunch when you're in high school. Best value menus, meals, places you can save a little money back in the day. And then uh, also uh, Tech in Kansas. Give us your score predictions. I've got Kansas 85 71 over the Red Raiders tonight. 806 855 3712. Got uh, Rob Rowe show coming your way one to two. Not an overreaction uh, Tuesday or anything. We'll see what you guys come up with. Eight zero six eight five five three seven one two. Texter on the text line. Uh, how many basketball players leave? Over under three point five. Man, it's a really good question. I lean on three point five, a slight under right now. But ask me again in a week or so. I don't know. I mean. He, it could be nobody. I mean, as far as those who have eligibility that could return, I mean, they could all return. It, it might be no, nobody left it uh, mid-season. Nobody left at semester break. And there was supposed to be a jailbreak going to occur out of that program. Like it had happened every other year for the last, what, four seasons? That somebody had left the program at semester. At least three. Had to it's, double check. It's true, right, that... Kevin O'Banner and maybe Demarion Williams are the only two out, out of eligibility. Of eligibility. Yeah. Fardos can technically play one more year. I believe so. Harmon could Harman come back and play if he wants to. Can play one more year with the COVID year. That would be five full years of college basketball. Right. But since he played during 2020, he gets that year back. 
if if it's Harmon, Pop, Tyson, Lamar, Robert Jennings, Elijah Fisher, mm-hmm. Fardaz back, I think you're in decent position. Yeah. You have the you have the elements to build a team around that. Right now, I would actually be surprised if Bacho comes back. It just seems Agreed. weird, right? And he's injured. I'm not I'm not doubting his injury. No. But the circumstances around his final couple of games in Lubbock just was weird. Something's off. Unless he unless he had mono, right? Maybe. And it, it wasn't just a week long flu and it was a semester long right. you know, virus or whatever mono is. Interesting. Um three point five, a slight under right now. On leaving. On leaving. Okay. So you think three will leave? With eligibility. With eligibility. I, I don't see, like, Curran Walton. Yeah. But can he leave? He had his free transfer here. Yeah. he would. I assume he would have to sit now. I've lost track of the waiver process, Rob. So, don't get me to lying. I don't, I don't think everyone will come back, but I, I, would say, I would say under on three and a half, too. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully. Now that's that's transferring to another university. Yeah. Not not just Yeah. Cause like if Harmon and Fardos go pro, yeah, that's I not, wouldn't count those. Yeah, I wouldn't count that. I it wouldn't has count to do to me answering that, it's they go somewhere else to play college basketball. Right. One texture has it eighty six seventy two Kansas. Another one, random food court. Seventy eight sixty two. Seventy eight sixty two. Okay. Sorry. Random food court where uh, where either of you Orange Julius fans never loved to myself. I was there a short lived Orange Julius in Lubbock. There was it was over in the by mall. over by Buffalo Bino. Uh, there might have been two. There was one in the mall for sure. It was R- down R- by R- the record store. Buffalo yeah. Bino was in the mall. Buffalo Bino. I don't remember Buffalo Bino being in the mall. Yeah, over there in the. Yeah, well, there was one in uh, in the mall in the seventies uh, and eighties for a while. Okay. I don't think by the time you were out there, I think it was long gone. Was there one when I was? There was a smoothie place in the mall that wasn't there very long. Yeah. I think Orange Julius made a comeback, maybe. Maybe so. Okay, good dogs. Or maybe I was just somewhere Orange else. Orange Julius. It was over down. Uh, there was a record store right next to it back in the early 80s. Uh, go-to lunch place, The Pit in San Angelo. Also, Dunbar Restaurant, Working Man's Restaurant. You can be in and out in 25 minutes. Uh, Texture went, uh, went to high school out in Wall, America, east of San Angelo. We had a country deli across the highway. And the all subs up the road. Chick Fil A came on Thursdays, and you could get a sandwich for two twenty five. Nice, epic. The Wall Hawks. Gotta gotta like that when they're coming to you. Pre food trucks and everything. We're just coming out. We're selling sandwiches on the side of the road. Yeah, good to I see bet all the Hawks. Perry Kernut was on the call too. <laughs> Friday nights. You you are a Wall Hawks aficionado. I am. Yeah. They should invite you to speak at their all-sports banquet. Yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> They'd be like, who's he? You've heard his name <laughs> at the end of half the broadcast, maybe. Now. Perry always forgets to thank, thank me. That's everybody. all right. I'm not yeah. offended. No, Perry. not at all. Rob Rose Show is coming up. Text in what offends you. Or text in and offend Rob. I don't know. No, it doesn't offend you. No. Obviously, yeah. I'm not bothered by it. True. 806-855-3712 to continue texting in. The Rob Rose Show will take you to... 2 o'clock here on Talk 103.9. We're back tomorrow, Bandwagon Wednesday. We'll recap Tech Kansas. 
obviously your great text messages. I'll be back with you tonight, 6.30ish daily broadcast. Follow me on Twitter, at Ryan Hyatt Media. For Abba, I'm Ryan. We'll see you Wednesday in Raiderland. Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland, a presentation of the Texas Town Square Media Network. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones, who get it done.